What's up and welcome to Groundbreaking, a friendly original podcast bringing you the young creatives redefining entrepreneurship and introducing you to tomorrow's leaders today. I'm Jake Brewer. Let's get started. Today, I'm joined by Elise Cortez, the founder of Leche, an all-new culturally inspired clothing brand built by the college senior from home to be shipped to yours. In today's episode, we chat about connecting with your roots, finding your path, and recognizing that right place, right time may just be right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Groundbreaking. So excited you're with us. We have got another amazing episode for you today, one that I'm really, truly excited about because I've said it before and I'll say it again, the episodes where I get to talk to people who I don't know much about or I haven't really met before, those are my absolute favorite ones because I get to show not only how much I don't know, um, but how much I, I have to learn too. And I learned so much in these episodes and it overwhelms me to the extent where I can't stop asking questions and I have to remind myself I have to stop at one point, um, but just gets me really, really excited um, in the best possible way. And today is another one of those episodes. Today is also the last episode or not the last episode, the last guest we're going to have before the end of the season, we have a super cool finale episode um, planned and something I'm really excited to share with you. So today's kind of a crazy day and, and one that I've really been looking forward to um, and one I feel like we should really just dive right into and get started. I am joined by somebody super cool. I already know it. I already know she's like eager to like tell us all about Leche and this sort of dream that she's built up. Um, it's super, super exciting. Lise Cortez is the founder and creator of Leche, which is a clothing company. And the first line, Love Leche, is coming. And um, if you're not already excited, you need to get excited and get on board with this because Elise is here with us today. And we're going to talk about all things like fashion world, what creating that looks like. Um, and it's going to be super, super overwhelming. And we're going to ask a lot of questions and it's going to be good. Elise, thank you so much for being here and for joining us today. It means a lot to me. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm super excited to be here. Hi everyone. <laughs> I know it's, it's so podcasts are so weird. Cause it's like, I know you're like, Hey everyone. And you're like, but we only are looking at each other. Like I often forget that there's other people that are going to listen to this. Like even when we put out the podcast and people are like, Oh, I loved what you're saying about like one of those things. I'm like, you heard that? Like when, <laughs> when I talked about that with someone, it was, it's like, it's super odd, super funny. But anyway, um, let's talk about, let's talk about you. Let's talk about what you're up to. Um, tell us about Leche and like what, what one, I guess what that is and how it came to right. be and just like where, where you are now and like why you're so excited about it too. <laughs> Yes. So actually, it's a funny story. I mean, you know, 2020 is such a crazy, crazy year. I mean, I could not have predicted it. I don't think anyone really could have. But, um, you know, I think that because it is such a weird time and we only really are with each other's or our family or like just, you know, whoever you're living with or quarantining with. And so, um, you know, I grew up um, with business like parents. And so, um, I've always kind of had that mentality of just kind of wanting to start something of my own, wanting to kind of just get in that realm. And so, um, you know, I do attend a liberal arts college, so, you know, I don't really have access to like maybe let's say a business major or anything like that. I really only have what I grew up with, which is my parents like talking in my ear or like just, you know, real world experiences. So, you know, in quarantine, I think it was such a, a great time for me to just sit down and, you know, like, what, what do I want to do? What, it, what makes me move? You know, you're just kind of on Zoom with everyone, you know, it, it came, gave me time to actually think about, you know, okay, here's a perfect opportunity to now just get everything that you want to do and just do it. Because now, you know, 2020 is just, you know, you don't have time anymore, you know, do what you want and just do it. And so I've always been super interested in fashion. I've always wanted um, something that kind of just embodied who I was and kind of um, just was kind of my form of art, but just in fashion, because um, you ask anyone and I, I can't really draw or I can't really paint. 
you know, I, I mean, I think that my art is definitely through what I wear. Um, definitely what, like what I buy, you know, a purse that may seem crazy to someone else is, you know, that's just kind of, I love the colors. I just, everything that, you know, is fashion is definitely something that I'm very passionate about. So now I'm sitting down and I'm like, okay, well, who am I? You know, like, how can I make a brand that speaks about myself? How can I get people to like it? You know, how can I sell myself? And so um, I sat down thinking, okay, like, I have like a line that I kind of have, like have an idea of what I want to launch. And so um, I'm thinking about like, okay, what am I going to call my brand now? You know? And um, I think it really came down to my roots. Okay. So I am a Latina woman and um, you know, leche in Spanish does mean milk. And people are like, why leche? You know, like, it's just like something very like different, but um, it is who I am. I mean, I definitely love going back to my cultural roots. It, it, it's a huge part of who I am. And so my nickname as a kid growing up, my sister called me Lecha. And um, just because, you know, I was this cute little chubby kid, you know, she was like, Lecha, you know? And <laughs> so um, I was like, okay, like here, I okay, now I have this name, like, okay, now what's going to be my logo? And, you know, I ups, I'm, am obsessed right now with, you know, the milk print. I mean, not the milk print, um, <laughs> the cow print. And so yeah. um, I kind of made that my logo, this milk carton. And, um, you know, people kind of get confused, like, okay, well, is now is this a food company, you know? And I, it's kind of, but I think that's the beauty of it, of just kind of an, an art, in an artistic way to kind of bring it back to fashion, you know, like redefining what that means. And so, um, I think along with that, I definitely do want to inspire people, you know, to kind of just do what they want. And in all of this, it's a huge learning experience for me too, because it allows me to, you know, work on my marketing skills, work on um, just production of trying to find people, you know, and I've learned so much through these like past three months that I ever really thought that I could. And it's so funny to me because it's people are like, oh, okay, well, what are you doing really? Like, you know, like, and it's like, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I feel like in my past, like, I feel like I've always been so, you know, okay, well, what are they going to think? Like, how am I going to do this? You know? And now it's more of like, you know what, I'm doing it and this is it. And I've gotten so many people on board that I'm actually surprised with myself, you know? Yeah. And so, (laughs) yeah, it is. I mean, there's still more too. I mean, like, I think exactly what is Lecha, you know, it is a clothing brand, but I also want to form a community, you know, not just of who I am, but also, you know, for all the colored women out there for, but I also want to make my brand very, like it is a unisex brand. You know, I cater to men and women. It's not just one gender or anything like that. So I also am very focused on making it a community of people, you know? Yeah. I think that's, that's incredibly important and probably what really helps you stand out too. And I really like the piece that you mentioned of people's own sort of confusion by that. Mm -hmm. And it also takes a really, a really mature sense of purpose to not be influenced by that and think, oh, then I need to change it like right away. Right, right. Like it is, it's so powerful that you recognize that, oh, okay, there's, there's a little bit of confusion here, but like, maybe that's, hey, it's piquing their interest. Yeah, I mean- Like, at least you're standing out there. <laughs> right, you know, in, in ways that maybe that's a, a marketing tool, you know? You know, hey, like, what is that? But, I mean, it gets people talking, and, um, you know, I'm super excited. Like I said, I definitely am inspired by this year, and I think that my brand, I just want to inspire other people. And so, um, with that, it does come, you know, my first launch, which is Love Leche, and- it's funny because I have so many other ideas. Like, you know, I think the whole point, which I'll get into later, is not really defining like, okay, well, I'm only going to come out with these certain amount of clothes. You know, it's streetwear. So whatever I'm feeling at the time is kind of what it predicts my next launch. So it just kind of, and like I said, this goes into back, goes back into, you know, who am I and what am I going through? You know, this is like my form of like artistry, I guess you can say. And so, but I think that along the way, as I gain this community and form this community, a lot of people will be going along with it. 
And so um, the name of Love Leche, which um, is launching super soon, and um, it is called Love Leche because essentially it is a love letter to myself, you know? Like, okay, I'm going to invest in me right now, so let me share that with everyone. And it is essentially a clean, simple launch right now, but in the future, just depending on what I go through, the lines may change. Um, the clothes may look different. It just depends. So, and I think that is what I want is, you know, I want it to be so versatile that it could go in any direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I have so many questions. (laughs) I'm sure you do. I think, um, I think what's, I think bugging my mind the most is like, like what, um, I think maybe the first part of my question is like, what, what was before that this goal happened? Like, what were you up to? Okay. And like, and I guess the second thing being like, what, when the community aspect of it or that goal and that orientation, how early in the process did that come to be? And like, what was your, what, what's the, um, you kind of touched on the, on the why, but like, I guess maybe the further question is why is it so valuable to make sure that's implemented within the brand right. as well? So I think that this part will answer of what kind of stemmed this, you know, yeah. I think that as a, I'm still a college student. So it's so funny that I look back on these past, I'm going to be a senior now. So, you know, these past four years, which are very formative, you know, I am from Los Angeles, California, and I did move to Massachusetts, not knowing anyone at this college that I'm going to. And, um, you know, I am a very independent person, but I'm also very disciplined in the sense that I put a goal and, you know, I'm very ambitious to reach it. But I think with college, I got so used to the routine of things, you know, just always studying, um, being like hanging with friends when I'm not studying. But I never really allowed myself to kind of grow in other aspects, which means if I've always wanted to do business, then it now is the time, you know, I need to now focus on other things now that, you know, college is coming to an end. It's now is the time to learn. Now is the time to kind of take a chance on myself, which is what I kind of said is the love letter to myself. But also forming that community, I think that I am such a community-based person that I I crave that feeling. I want to create one of my own. And so I think that with this brand, I'm able to express myself, create a community of my own that, you know, I want to also inspire others in that community, which is why it is so important. Um, And even going, I think, kind of tying the name into like my cultural roots, um, family is a huge part of my culture. And so, um, like I said, I have always been community-based and I think that's why I just kind of am more inclined to kind of be around that and surround myself around that. Let's like start thinking about, um, if you haven't really gotten the vibe, I don't know all too much about fashion. Basically everything I do know is because of episodes of this show that I've done. (laughs) So super grateful for all that. And that's why like, I'm really excited to like learn even more today. Um, But let's like start with like, okay, the moment you decided to like pursue this, like, or maybe just, maybe we should start here on the logistical like stage. Like what does the process of starting a clothing line look like? Right. Like, cause if I'm just like thinking, if I were decided to like do something similar, I would have no idea <laughs> no. where to start or even what I should do. <laughs> I mean, it really came down to, you're right. It's very ambiguous as far as, okay, who do I call? How am I? And that's why I think that in these months I have learned so much just because you kind of have to just figure it out on your own. But in that way, it's also beautiful because, you know, you're learning so much. But so I decided specifically for my first launch to kind of just go the simple route just to not complicate so many things. And but obviously for my next launches that I have planned, they are going into a a different realm in the fashion industry. So that's why where it kind of gets a little bit harder. But um, I started off okay. Well, if I'm going to make lounge wear for my first launch, I mean it is a form of streetwear, but I kind it's kind of nice in the sense that I'm able to okay. I'm going to go ahead and make my logo kind of just a clean like slate, but now I need to get a graphic designer. Now I need to find vendors to kind of 
just get me the products, you know, of clothing. And so um, it's kind of funny because me, an unartistic person as far as drawing goes, you know, I'm able to visualize things, but it's not sad in the way that I need to, I need an artist to sit there and be like, okay, now do this line, now do this line, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And so um, thankfully a family friend um, is a graphic designer. So I sat down with him and I was like, okay, this is what I need. And um, just please let's do this. And he was super supportive and was like, okay. So, and he sent me all the AI files, everything that I needed to go to a silk screen printer and go ahead and just produce the line of clothing that I needed. And um, so that's kind of where I was going on this launch. But as far as finding, you know, manufacturers to produce, let's say if I were to come out with knitwear, I'd need to go a different route and outsource it, you know, wherever that may be. But um, for this one, like I said, I think I have learned so much just because, you know, I needed to contact a bunch of people asking for their prices, trying to figure out like, how much am I going to make here? And it's funny to see after, obviously you can't just get one quote, you know, you need to ask a bunch of people. And, but it's funny to see how other people also work and what that means, you know? And again, being a woman in business, it's not as easy as it seems, you know? Um, it's funny because in ways, sometimes I walk into like a store asking for a quote and they may look at me differently because I am young and they don't really know how seriously to take me. And so I think that's another barrier that um, I have broken through, you know. Um, but again, it's a great learning experience. And so that's where kind of I've started. And um, I mean, I've been happy with everything that I've gotten so far, but um Another part I think about Lecce that I definitely want to emphasize is the support for small businesses. Um, in each launch, I i mean, in this first launch, I definitely have gotten small businesses to work with me. And I hope that in the future that I continue to do that, you know, whether that mean I pick a different small business each launch. But for this one, I got a small business to collab with me on these masks. So um, it's very interesting, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Again, a million <laughs> follow-up questions in my mind. The first one, I'm not going to forget about the collab with small business thing too, because that's something I find super interesting and I would love to hear more about that mm-hmm. story. But before I forget this other question, I'm going to ask it. Um, did I just forget it? No, I did not. Wait. Yes. No, I remember it. Okay. I was like getting too excited about the small business. Um, how much of maybe that you might laugh at me for this question. Okay. <laughs> how much? How much of your own sort of your vision for design? Or I guess okay, scratch. Let me start this question over. So like, if we have like out of the hundred percent of a design, what percentage is your vision? What percentage is the vision that you think or something people want? Like, how do you decide, like, what you want for it versus attracting or appealing to a consumer or a customer? Right, right. And it's funny that you ask us great questions, not a dumb question. Um, you know, <laughs> question to know is that somebody, you know, it would be like, um, I don't think about anyone but myself, which would be right, no. okay and super cool. <laughs> um, my mentality when it does come to fashion is I don't think – I think that whatever someone wants to wear, it will not look stupid, but – confidence is key. So whether that, and I've gotten the comments, oh, your pants are dumb or, you know, and it comes with the pants won't look dumb if you don't think they are, you know, if you have that confidence to walk down the street with swag, you can wear whatever you want and people are going to respect you for it, you know? And so it's funny that you do ask that question because if it was me, you know, I'd have people wearing crazy things, you know? I mean, I think that's what makes fashion so beautiful is that, you know, it gives some people something to talk about, you know? And so now that I sit down, I'm like, okay, well now I need to kind of attract people to it. So maybe I pull back my craziness, maybe 80% instead of that hundred percent, because you're right, you know, it is a business at the end of the day. And so you do need to attract those people. So I'm very thoughtful. And when I am designing things of, okay, well, how is this going to look on 
people of all different shapes and colors, you know, that's super important to me. And, you know, growing up, I think, you know, everyone's body changes in different ways. And I know that as a key factor, it's important to know what everyone's going to look like and that they'll feel comfortable in it. So that being said, um, I definitely do think a lot about what I'm making and how that's going to affect people and how they think about it, you know? So it's all about finding that happy medium, you know? But I think that goes in all aspects of life. You know, moderation is key, but with a little fun. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I don't know if this is silly, but I never no, thought about I never thought about fashion being like something that like used to make people feel confident. I thought oh, like yeah. people, only people who were already confident would be like divergent in the like the fashion mm-hmm. sort of rather than just like the bland t shirt oh, that I'm yeah. wearing right now. <laughs> but you know, like um, I. I love to like, I love to hear that. I never really thought of designers thinking what is going to make people feel confident and what a difficult thing to do because you're absolutely right. Not only are the, um, or what appeals to people incredibly different across all things, but like, you're right. Like you do have to appeal to people with all different kinds of backgrounds with all different kinds of bodies. And you want to, I mean, back to your feeling of community, you want all people to feel welcome, which is really really difficult to appeal to absolutely everyone right so if like if i was doing something i was trying to appeal to everyone i would keep it as simple as possible but i love that you're like no i'm gonna i'm gonna do like what i want and and i guess maybe people will be inspired by your confidence and then they'll want to do it um i don't know is it is it fun almost like how maybe in just my mind it's unpredictable but is that sort of like just like what's going to happen? Is that fun or is that nerve wracking? Because that also makes like me feel like super like self-conscious. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, I think that life is exciting. So I think just kind of having both of them, I am super anxious, nervous, excited, all kind of emotions coming at me. Um, but for the most part, I do try to stay positive And kind of like I said at the beginning, you know, doing this like and saying, you know what, I don't care what anyone else thinks. Let's do this. And whoever's on board will get on board. And um, hopefully eventually I can get everyone on board. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, just staying positive, I think, is the best for me. Yeah. All right. Well, well let's let's jump back into that okay. small business thing because I don't oh, want to yeah. forget about that. Oh, no, I will. super important. <laughs> I will get ahead of myself too. Um, okay. So you said you collaborated with the small business for this first sort of launch and collection mm-hmm. or line. Um Let's talk about a little bit because I feel like uh, whenever I do any sort of collaboration, I always get people asking me like, how did this like come to be or how did you like right. get like, let's talk about starting that conversation. Mm-hmm. So like, um, first of all, who reached out first, the small business or you? I reached out to them. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So w- what do you like say <laughs> in that sort of first email? Because I mean, like, do you feel the need to um, act like more confident than maybe you are? Do you feel the need to like tell them what they want to hear? Do you feel the need to like be bold in your statement? Right. I think it's, I mean, this isn't really a clear answer, but it's a mix of all of those things. Um, You know, I think another thing that now that I am a small business, it's kind of taught me to look at things a lot differently in the sense where when I'm just, you know, relaxing, I'm not even really thinking about like, before this is all before Lechad about small businesses and, you know, not the struggle, but kind of the grind that they really need to get on. And so, um, starting my own kind of gave me a form of respect, you know, and I was like this, they can't go unnoticed. And, um, I think another huge aspect about, you know, connecting with small businesses is the community of small businesses. You know, they're, everyone's just trying to support each other because of that grind that, um, when I did reach out to them, um, I was like, you know, I'm creating a brand and I would love to collab on one of your designs. Um, let's do it. And they were thrilled. They really, I mean, I think I picked the right one in the sense that I didn't really need to go through a bunch of, you know, negotiating or anything like that. It was pretty straightforward and pretty easy. Um, but I think that when it does come to small business, I know if anyone ever reached out to me, I would try to be as like easygoing, but also a little bit, I mean, you have to kind of stick your ground as what you want and what you envision. But I think that we're all like-minded in the sense that, you know, we're here for each other. So we try to make it as easy as possible, if that makes sense. But, um, 
as far as using small businesses in the future, I think that it's super important, you know, just to kind of keep them going, keep myself going. Um, so I would, as you know, kind of part of my mission statement is to inspire everyone, but I definitely want to keep that to my brand as well. Yeah. Is it, is it kind of like paying it forward? Like you feel like almost like a duty to like <laughs> I mean, support because some, if somebody supported you, then you have to support someone else. Is it like kind of like a undisclosed sort of norm? I mean, I guess I never really thought about paying it forward. I just thought, you know, in my heart, it felt right. You know, it felt like the good thing to do. Um, so, I mean, I guess now if you were to put it in, I guess, terms like that, <laughs> yes, but um, <laughs> I didn't really think that much into it, but yeah. de- definitely I hope that I'm able to help other small businesses and other people are able to help me too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Well, I, I love to hear that because I think you're completely right. Like why wouldn't you just use like a neighborhood like right. supplier or like a, or a business just to, because I mean, who can relate to you more than somebody who's in a very, very similar right boat and they want to feel that support and you feel supported by them and it's like and it's fun too oh yeah like and also i guess just probably a lot easier to reach than like trying to find the pr contact for some right right large (laughs) large group or something um so i i like what you said like about the sort of how you are supposed to approach them and stuff um i'm wondering if you're willing to talk about it all the sort of feelings you had as as those conversations continued and as you started like working with them and did you feel like there was a difference between, or did you feel like there was a a shift in your responsibility once you started committing and working with other people? Did you feel like a little bit more um, like you had to deliver? This was no longer just like a dream or this was no longer just an idea or concept. It was now a promise because you have to deliver to other people. Did that, did that feeling, I guess, happen? And um, did did that change the way you felt about your your brand and your project? I mean, for maybe better or for worse. Right. Um, I kind of felt like, in some ways, yes, I was definitely helping them, but in a weird way, they were helping me as well, just as much. So I think because we were kind of on that even playing field, um, I didn't really have to go through. Um, like, oh, well, this, like, I didn't really have to go through those things yet, but I mean, I definitely feel them, but um, I think that, again, it was just such a nice, I guess, marriage between the two of us that, um, again, I didn't really feel the pressures of anything, but I know in the future, if I were to hypothetically, let's say, work with someone who might be a little bit more difficult, um, I think I would definitely feel those, but I think that I, in some ways, I just got lucky that I didn't really need to kind of feel all those things, Um but like I said, I think the beauty of like this being my own, it's kind of, I already feel all that responsibility just because I put a lot of pressure on myself, but also is super ambitious. So um, mm-hmm. I think it just works nicely for right now. Um, fingers crossed that it'll always work that way. But, um, you know, I'm kind of ready if anything was thrown my way. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's so that's so fascinating to me and something that um every single time i've asked like a similar question about that people always react like a little bit a little bit differently mm-hmm. um and it's so interesting because you would think that's kind of like a universal sort of feeling but everybody approaches it a different way because obviously all the industries are different and all right, the right right all the starting points are so incredibly different and so are the missions too right. no, 100%. Um, okay wow let's talk about a little bit more because um or I guess the just curation and the marketing piece of it. And I know that's kind of what's, I guess, is starting to like pick up a little bit. And there's so many unknowns. And I guess there's there's a lot like on, I guess, a, I guess a line or first like collection is kind right. of the equivalent of like a first impression. Uh-huh, 100%. So, I mean, whether, I guess if you have, and it sounds like you have ambitions to be like a little bit mm-hmm. more um, or stray from the first sort of line in the future. Yes, yes. Um, I guess let's start here. I have, it's such a huge thought and I always struggle to articulate these, but what made you decide you said loungewear? Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess is loungewear the right like term for it. Mm, I mean, you could still wear it on the street. I mean, that's why I kind of, it's, I would like to define Leche as definitely streetwear, but I mean, as far as this launch love Leche, I think it does more lean to loungewear, but you could still wear it 
No, you can 100% wear it anywhere. But I mean, okay. I guess that's just, I guess, more descriptive, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize, I guess streetwear is just good. <laughs> okay. We'll call it, we'll call it streetwear. Cause yeah. I guess you're right. Loungewear makes me think I'm yeah. staying at home on yeah. a Sunday Whereas streetwear. It's like everything. Exactly. Um, that's cool. Okay. So what made you decide that that was the route for the first launch though? And for Leche's first impression? Right. So, I mean, you're right. First impressions are everything. So I was like, okay, I need to just get my brand out there right now, you know? And so I kind of went more with the simple, clean look, but just kind of getting the brand out. And that's where I kind of came with more so lounge streetwear. But um, I think that in ways, this first, I guess, to kind of tie in marketing as well, just because I needed to get my brand out there, it also is a form of marketing because it is just focused on Leche, you know? Yeah. And so um, that's kind of what, I guess, made me kind of go with more of this simple, clean, leche look, you know? Cool. Cool. Is there, I feel like maybe this is the way I perceive things, but a brand name I feel like has become increasingly more influential and strong for fashion of all kinds Mm -hmm. because there is kind of like a, um, a hyper if like if everyone's wearing it, then that's that's what makes you want to wear it. It's like Mm -hmm. the typical social phenomenon, but, um, did did that sort of influence how you decided to go about things? Like, did you want to make like, did you want to make like, let's say like the obvious, like, this is what I'm wearing? Or was that like, not kind of like the style? Um, I'm, I'm just like really yeah, curious. No. Like, do you feel like, do you feel like the, the brand name of it all, like how, what kind of role does that sort of play in it? So I definitely did fall in love with the way my brand does look. I absolutely love that. But as far as in even, I mean, in this launch, it kind of is a little bit bigger just as far as kind of getting the name out there. But yeah. in future launches and kind of the way I have it going, um, it's more going to be probably more subtle or kind of still big, but then subtle again. You know, I think it's more, I think, again, it is going to build a community, but also kind of just go into the depths of fashion too. So a little bit of both to answer your question. That's cool. Uh, I'm like, I'm like a super, I'm super intrigued because I really like, I don't know like much. Have you, have you held like, have you like had like a, I don't, do you call it a prototype? It's a sample. Yeah. Sample. Okay. Have you had like a sample before? Uh, yes, I did get one just like two weeks ago and you know, it is a cool feeling, you know, you're like, oh shoot. Like now all the stuff that I had in my mind is now you're touching it. You know, it's, it's a yeah. crazy feeling, but also a very um, fulfilling feeling, uh, just because you feel like, oh my goodness, like something from my brain is now in my hands. So, (laughs) I mean, I think that's a really cool feeling, but also I just love the process of it all, you know? Um, is, is the first, is the first thought that you have, is that a, wow, I love this so much. Or is the first thought you're like, oh wait, this needs to be different. Like what, um, like what's the, what was your first like mental process? (laughs) So it's actually funny that you bring that up because I do have a funny story. So, um, because kind of the thing that I was getting sampled was a sweatshirt. Um, I went to the company or the manufacturers and I was like, okay, I need this. I want a sample of this, but when you're printing sweatshirts or silk screening sweatshirts, you can only get a digital print of a sample. You can't get it silk screen because silk screen, mm. you need to buy and buy them in bulk, meaning they need to kind of make your logo and then paint it like with a special type of paint, you know? And yeah, so can, if so, I can interrupt you yeah. real quick, what, um, this is, so <laughs> okay. what's like silk screen? Like what kind of, what kind of like material is that? Yeah. Or like, so when, I, I feel like I need to understand the difference. No, it's totally fine. So when you're getting it digital, digitally printed, you know, it's uh-huh. kind of just how you would imagine like digitally printing something. But when you're digitally printing a sample, you, it needs to be on 100% cotton for it to get the full vibrant colors. If yeah. you if you print with something that's, let's say, um, 75% cotton, 25% polyester, it's going to come out super, super faded. So like you just oh, need to be okay. ca- like cautious with that. But when you're silk screening, you can silk screen because they're actually getting paint and like painting, painting it on uh, the type of fabric. So it doesn't really matter what the fabric is because it's going to come out vibrant no matter what. But you can't just get a simple, a a sample of a 
a, a silkscreen print, you know, you need to get them in bulk. So yeah. Is that when like they paint? Yes. It's like a template? Yes, thing? exactly. Because okay, that makes sense because exactly. you can't just make a template for like one. For one. So of course yes. you have to make one. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm so caught up. <laughs> yes. You can continue with your story so now. Sorry. <laughs> when I went in to go meet with the company that would do this for me, um, I was like, I want a sample, but I didn't, I didn't realize at the time if that thing's not a hundred percent cotton, it's not going to come out the way you want it to. So when I kind of, when I went back to go pick up the sample, I was expecting like, you know, the beautiful colors that I like gave them and I told them to do. And just like my logo that I just love so much, <laughs> he holds up the sweatshirt and like, you should have just seen my face. I was like, like, I can't like, it's so faded that I'm just like distraught. And he's like, this is not at all what it looks like. It's going to look like he was trying to warn me saying like, you just didn't get the 100% cotton sweatshirt. And that's why it looks like this. But when you bulk order, it's going to come out great because the colors are going to be vibrant and it's going to look the way you want. So um, I guess that's kind of a good story to say, like when I hated something that I made, like I was like, oh my goodness, like people are going to like hate this and like everything like that. But no, no, I mean, I, once it was explained and then I put in my order and they gave me kind of like digital samples of like what it would look like on a PDF. I was like, okay, no, the booths look good. (laughs) No, I mean, so in ways, yes and no, but I try to manage it well. (laughs) Okay. Good. I would have like a full blown like panic attack yeah. in that moment mm-hmm. because you're right. Like so much hype is built for the prototype or the right, sample. Right, right, That you're like, oh no. And then I don't know. I would be like, I'd be like, oh, am I, is this the right manufacturer? Did I do the right decision? Is this the right like material? Right. So many things. Well, I'm super glad that they at least told you that it wasn't oh, yeah. going to, because you probably would have freaked out even yeah. more. That's, I um, that's that's crazy. Okay, so tell us like about the first. Let's talk to us about Love Leche. Like, what's the first collection? Like, what's in it? What? Um, how many different like things are going right. on? Like, um, uh, why? Like, what? What are we most excited about for it? So it's compiled of just six pieces, which cool. um, I guess kind of sound like a little bit, but I kind of feel like it was kind of a lot of work. But um, basically, <laughs> I am um, coming out with um, a set which is compiled of shorts and a sweatshirt kind of look. So that's kind of where you get the streetwear. You can wear it out with your sneakers or you can, I guess, lounge in it at home. But um, I mean, again, it's super versatile. You can dress it up if you want to, or you can dress it down however you please, depending on how you want to go about it. And then I came out, I'm coming out with um, masks and then um, a hoodie that is actually inspired by, coronavirus. And um, I mean, I say it now, it sounds weird, but um, I'm calling it my quarantina hoodie. So, um, (laughs) you know, it's like Latina, but a quarantina. And, um, you know, it kind of just has aspects of like, you know, like little like designs that I created and there are on the sweatshirt. And so um, that's kind of, I I love that one. And um, just um, tank tops and um, some shirts. So um, just kind of, again, like I said, like simple, but kind of just getting my name out there. And, um, but also still like a little bit, like, like I said, it's supposed to kind of tell a story of what I'm going through at the moment. So like my quarantinas hoodie, um, very much so does tell a story. Um, but they're not simple in the sense that they definitely have like fashionable, like aspects to each piece, just depending on how, what they are. Yeah. Absolutely. How long, how long, cause you said it's a lot of work and I can mm-hmm. imagine that like six different pieces is probably right. way more than anybody thinks. How long does it take like per designer? How many like drafts did you have to go through? Is mm-hmm. it like writing an essay where it's like, there's at least like however many drafts before you get to something like even remotely close to what, or is it like, or is your vision so clear that it's like, boom, done? I wish it, my life was like that with it. It was just boom, done, but no, it, it kind of, <laughs> it's getting a little bit of feedback from even family and friends. Like, okay, like ideally on your, like I get a bunch of opinions. So it's not kind of just me. Um, I mean, it is my designs, but I'm like, okay, like, do you think you would like it better if your shirt had it on this side or that side? And like, they Mm -hmm. give me their feedback kind of. And so they've all been super helpful and super supportive on that side when I'm like bothering them. Like, okay, like, what do you think about that? (laughs) Like, would you wear that? Like, and so, um, but as far as working with, you know, like I said, those companies that are manufacturing them for me, 
um, I think that's when it becomes difficult because you can be as ambitious as you want and, you know, just super um, obedient with the things that you're doing. But when you're sending it saying, okay, here's all my work. Now it's your turn to do it. I mean, you can't make a person be as ambitious as you. So, you know, like I'm waiting back for an email, like for four hours. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, it's just kind of, I think, but that's also a business learning experience, you know, like create relationships with people who, you know, you can depend on, or if the person's ghosting you for five hours, then maybe you need to find someone else. And, um, you know, again, like I said, a learning experience, but, um, definitely, I guess, kind of annoying too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you for having those, like those standards too, because you really only should be surrounding yourself with people who make you feel better Mm -hmm. about your work and who make your work better. Exactly. So do you have any like general advice then? How do you find those sort of people? Because at least in my experience, it can be sometimes really difficult Right. And what you think may not eventually being true. Exactly. Um, So I guess two parts to that question, I guess, how do you find those people? And then two, how do you like take care of your own sort of self and your ambition when people will tell you that maybe that's not the right route, but you feel so passionate about it? So to answer your first thing, um, you know, you're right. I completely believe that in your life. If someone's not making it better, then it's time for them to go. But yeah. when you're putting that in the business realm, you know, I think that you kind of, the best way to find that, like I said, you know, I enjoy working with small businesses because we have this kind of same mentality, the kind of, you know, you're going through the same things right now. And so let's say if I'm working with a small business, it might, it is a hundred percent easier to work with them versus a huge corporation that they have millions of orders that they need to fulfill. Like yours is just enough. You're just another number. So I think it comes down to kind of finding people to work with who kind of are in the same boat as you and um, kind of analyze things in the same way. And um, as far as the second thing goes, um, you know, that is a difficult thing because, you know, criticism is very hard and um, kind of just, I guess, a tough pill to swallow. But um, what kind of has helped me is that I kind of just sat back and was like, you know, this makes me happy. I'm proud of this work that I've created. Um, You're not going to always have a bunch of people who love what you're doing or let's say support you. And that's okay because that's life. You know, you kind of just have to um, accept it, but dwell on all the other people who love your work or dwell on all the other people who are supporting you, you know, texting you saying, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. You know, those are the people you want in your life. And I think that again, I, one thing that I've learned in 2020 is you need to focus on the positive and not the negative. And so I think that's kind of my advice, you know, just keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess truthfully, and I feel the same way and I would probably give the exact same piece of advice, but I guess we do have to disclose that it is so much easier said than done. Oh, um, 100%. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it takes a while to get there. And I mean, part of my own sort of motivation is like, to get people so unapologetically satisfied and fulfilled in their own sort of project and passion is one of the most like rewarding and like things that just makes you feel like the most alive. Right. Um, and I think that's incredibly powerful. And I feel like, I feel like you are, are there at least on based on everything that you've been preaching and all your sort of reflection, it's, it really goes to show how much, um, progress that you've made. Right. Um, it's incredible. Okay. Well, as we start wrapping up the episode here, I always have a couple questions that I like to ask at the mm-hmm. end. And I always say it's going to be a couple, but I always have a lot. <laughs> I always have a couple follow-up questions okay. too. Um, the first one being, I know we're like, we're in the early stages of Leche here mm-hmm. and we're going to watch it grow and mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing. And you are going to be traveling the world one day. <laughs> I don't even know if fashion week is your dream, but it's going to happen. Um, but I do want to know what like your dream is. Like, what is what can we all together? What can we manifest for you right now? What can we sort of um, what can we learn about you and your ambitions just mm-hmm. from where you want to be? And we can work on whatever timeline you want. We can be <laughs> a week from now. We can be fifty years from now. Right. I don't know. Maybe you're like, oh, I want to be doing something totally different in fifty years, or maybe fifty years you're like, oh, I'm totally retired by then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I don't know no. what's um. 
what's what's the dream or like um i guess the better way to ask the question is like what's the thing that just when you wake up like what gets you excited right what's the vision that gets you really excited to spend time on your project well i think that definitely you know i do want to see where lecha takes me um I'm not going to go ahead and put like, oh, I do this, this, and this by this time. But I definitely want to, you know, like I said, and I think everyone should invest in themselves. You know, I want to inspire people to do the same, but um, I definitely want to see Letcher grow and have many launches, hopefully. And, um, but kind of stem off away, not away from that, because I think that, again, I would love to just you know, this excites me. You know, I love getting up in the morning, like, okay, well, let's see, like, how much progress I've made today. But also, you know, I've also am interested in, you know, pro bono work with seeing how Lecce can take me down that route, you know, opening businesses for pro bono work, you know, Um, just kind of, I guess, going into, I, I don't know, I just have a huge list of things in all different realms of business. I don't think that I'll just stay in fashion. I know I definitely will not just stay in fashion. I have, um, you know, a list of things that I would love to start. So, um, like I said, I definitely want to give back to the community in some way, um, which is helping those less fortunate in ways that I can. But um, I definitely think that, you know, Lecce will open up doors for me to, you know, give back and maybe start um, a company that allows me to have, you know, young girls give me their ideas and see how I can help them, you know? Yeah. Um, but just basically I hope to continue inspiring people. That's, Hey, that's a great goal. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. And what, I mean, I'm just inspired by that. I mean, I can only imagine how excited you are to keep that moving. Um, okay. Well, speaking of being inspired, I am sure that you've had to like, just at least touch a couple of people who've listened um, to this episode. And I have a few friends who are actually thinking about starting their own stuff. So I am absolutely going to refer this episode to them specifically, (laughs) because you have said some incredible things. And I've learned so much from you, like truthfully. Um, But the last question that I want to kind of talk about is one I always ask, and I always have to apologize because I preface it the exact same way every <laughs> single episode. Um, but far too often, I feel like any sort of advice pieces or pieces of content, you know, whether it be like a TED Talk or a, mm-hmm. or a panel or something like that, or, or, or hey, another podcast, um, I think what happens is sometimes we hear from professionals whose best piece of advice is, you know, just stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is a great piece of advice. Yeah, like, no, right? 100%. But, but what I love talking to young creators like you about is like, what, what sort of piece of advice do you have for other young creators? And in honor of how transparent you've been with mm-hmm. absolutely all of your advice <laughs> and your experience thus far, um, for people who've taken the sort of hour to listen to you and Lecce's story, what what is something that they can do personally? Mm-hmm. And maybe, hey, maybe you want to talk to those people who are also interested in fashion yeah. or maybe you want to talk to just students in general or mm-hmm. people who don't really know what they want. Um, what's like what's something they can do in the next hour to give them like a little bit of spark right. and motivation like you've given me today? Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, again, like you said, I think all advice is easier said than done. <laughs> but um, yeah. I would say don't be afraid. And I feel like a lot of my ideas in the past had kind of been maybe stemmed or stopped from fear, fear of what others would think of me, fear of, you know, just kind of the doubt that maybe others had given me or I had even given myself. And I think once you overcome that kind of fear and just are not afraid anymore and you just, you know, again, I guess stick to it, you know, just put yourself out there. It's crazy how far you'll take yourself and, you know, just kind of see how willing other people are, you know, don't be afraid to contact the person who might know something about something, you know, contact them. Don't be afraid, you know? And so I think that would be my best advice right now is to just, you know, do it, do it for yourself, do it for others and, you know, do it for the world. Yeah. Oh, what you, I can tell like you've done like, have you done, you've done interviews and stuff before because you're very, very articulate and you always end with like a good thing to end with, which is, a blessing to people who edit podcasts oh. <laughs> because it's just, again, I just have to thank you for that. That's so helpful. Um, I mean, incredible. I will be following everything that you do. Oh, and I'm so, so much. I'm so intrigued to like 
watch where you go. And I love how vague you are too about, oh, I have other ambitions and dreams and stuff too. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's she going to do now? (laughs) Um, So keep, keep surprising us, keep amazing us. Um, and just good, good luck with everything. Thank you so much. (laughs) And thank you so much for your just transparency. I know it's not easy and oftentimes it's more fun to put up the front. Like we do understand everything (laughs) and there, it wasn't a bumpy road to get to the start. It was just a nice clear path, but I mean, 99.999% of the time, that's not true. Right. So thank you. Thank you for being realistic and down to earth about those sort of things. It really makes um, somebody somebody like you so easy to support oh, and you. root for. So thank you so much for taking the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Elise, I will plug all of your socials and stuff at the end. So okay, don't you great. worry. We are going to get people connected with you and we're going to get people into this community and into this family that you're joining because I think it's going to be so incredibly powerful. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I'm excited. <laughs> me me too. Are you kidding? I'm excited to see where you go. Um, well, I hope everybody follows you and hope everybody connects with you. And if you don't mind me volunteering you, you seem like the kind of person who could like talk to people too. So if oh, there yeah. is anybody listening that's like super inspired by you or who would want to connect with you, because yeah. hey, I mean, your piece of advice was no, just reach 100%. out. No, 100%. No one be afraid to DM me or email me or anything like that. I'm here for everyone. Okay, cool. I'm like an hour ago, we didn't even know each other. And oh, I know. Like, now I'm like, I would like to think I'm close to the number one supporter. Oh, no. Uh, yes, you are a supporter. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Elise. Thank you, Elise, for joining us today. It was so great chatting with you. If you want to continue following Elise's journey, check them out on Instagram at LoveLeche for the latest drops and a bit more on what Elise and the brand are up to. Our finale next week is one I'm so excited to share. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming service and follow us at Friendly Media, that's F-R-N-D-L-Y on all platforms. You can also follow me at Jacob Wittenberg. Well, guys, that's all for today. I'll see you for the finale next week, next time for some more Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking.